He's going to open it up. Some kids are coming. Amen. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity to uh, let the young people share what God did in their life. And um, I don't know. I just, I've been going to this camp on and off now for almost, I think, 25 years. Um, Pastor drug me there um, when I was 15, tricked me, came out to visit, and he always strategically planned that I would come visit um, when it was summer camp time. And... um, I didn't realize it at the time, but now as a dad, I'm looking back going, he was tricky, he got me, and, uh, but I am, uh, now I am truly grateful, because um, I know that um, it was actually at that camp 25 years ago this year, where I answered the altar call and, and um, truly gave my heart to the Lord and, and got baptized in the Holy Spirit for, for real. And, um, but then obviously I went home and, and didn't live it out. And that's always the challenge with a camp is how do you have this amazing experience with God? And then you come home and you have to live it. Amen. And that's, that's the challenge I think for all of us as believers. And, um, so let's just pray this morning. Father, I thank you today, God, for, um, this amazing church. Um, God today, I I pray that as they hear, um, these testimonies and witness these baptisms that, God, they'd be encouraged in their faith, um, that they would be rewarded um, in their spirit because of their faithfulness to this church and their support, and it's why we do what we do. It's, it enables us to do what we do, and so God, we thank you today just for your word. I thank you for these students' lives, and we just give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Before I had them share, I wanted to just lay just a, a scripture foundation um, you know, so many times you go to this camp, and, and I know as an adult, um, many of you have maybe never had a camp experience, and uh, maybe you started, you came to the Lord once you were an adult, and, and you just started coming to church, and so you just kind of attend on Sunday. Maybe you go to a Bible college, or you go to a discipleship program, but there's something supernatural that happens when you just check out from the world, and the kids squirm the first day because there's no cell reception for the most part. And uh, there's no Wi-Fi, you know, and that's stuff you didn't even think about 10 years ago, right? And, uh, but now today, man, they are just like squirming, you know, and they're like, what am I going to do? I'm cut off from the outside world, you know, and they're just like, it's funny, the things that they go through their mind. And um, now some of them, reception's getting better and better, and a couple of them were like, yeah, if I left my phone in the crack of the window just right, I got one bar. And I'm like, it's like a game, right, to get reception at camp and stuff, but I'm just like, shoot, stupid cell towers, I'm going to go knock them down next year and uh, keep them cut off. Amen. But um, I believe that um, in that God always is raising up a generation regardless of what our world looks like on the outside. Amen. That, that God has always had a heart to continue to raise up a generation, to continue to reach the young people, to continue to have a remnant in the earth today that will continue to, to preach the gospel and, and see lost souls come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, I get a little messed up. And uh, these shirts we made up on purpose um, before we left, and you'll see, um, I think all of them have them on today. Um, but the Bible says, and in, in the scripture wrapped around it is First Peter chapter 2, and I think Luke has it to put up on the screen this morning. It says, but you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something from rejected 
to accept it. Isn't that a powerful statement? And, and we just, I mean, that just sparked, you can clap, you can praise God for that. And um, I really believe that this last week, the ending of that is really what happened, that, that God really did take those that, that felt like nothing and made them feel like something. Those that felt rejected found acceptance. And, um, and so we, we wanted to mark them with a shirt. And uh, chosen out of darkness is um, really just our heart for these young people today. And this, um, I'm just God proud of them. And I would like to ask my wife to come up real quick and um, I know some of you want to share, and it's like pulling teeth. I told them I get nervous to get up here and share, and uh, so I was trying to encourage them. So if you guys want to share, whoever you are, maybe you would come up here real quick with me, whoever you are. I know a couple of you. I know Isaac gets to go last. I already promised him he's last, so come on, anybody else? Amen. Look at them all. They're all like looking at each other. Give them a hand. Come on, you guys can line up right up here. Awesome. Anybody else? Maybe you'll get the courage once they start sharing. And uh, so here you go, babe. He's making me share too, so you guys can do it if I can do it. Um, I just wanted to say real quick, unless you've ever been to this camp and been up at the altars and seen um, what takes place in the lives of these kids, it's hard to fully communicate to you guys um, what happens at this camp. But uh, kids are just encountering the presence of God, the power of God, the love of God. They're uh, releasing unforgiveness and hurt from their lives. They're answering the call of God. And so I just want you guys to know if you um, have supported our youth in any way, if you've supported them financially, if you've prayed for them, then as they're sharing their testimonies and as they're getting baptized, you guys had a hand in what took place in their lives. And I know that these kids, um, they were changed forever at this camp and they're going to live it out in their schools and in their families and they're going to be influencers so thank you I'm so blessed like Sean said and pastor said um, we have such an awesome church that that believes in young people and so thank you guys for supporting and loving these young people and having a part in what took place in their lives thank you babe I was kind of laughing because it's not really the most glorious place to go to camp. Um, it really isn't. I mean, I forgot, like I got up to the dining hall. This is just, just being transparent with you for a moment. This is what these guys endure. Number one is Chico. It's in this canyon. It's hot. Like it, air doesn't flow through there. Okay. It's an old sulfur spring. Somebody thought that was good for you at one time, so they put these mineral baths, and the whole camp really smells like it. The water they pipe through the lines, you can't drink it. You can wash. It's supposed to be good for your skin, right? Healing properties and stuff. And so they haven't put a dime into the facility since 1932, I pro it seems like, okay? And so, I mean, you are roughing it. It's good, though. I mean, it just breaks down, you know, your pride. It brings you down to your knees, begging for God's mercy to show up, and... And every year that I've gone, I'm like, it's time to look for a different camp. It's time to go somewhere else. But on the way home, listening to those stories, I'm like, God, I don't know if I could go anywhere else because of what God did in their life. So here you go. <laughs> okay, so the first night... Um 
I was kind of scared because there were so many people and I didn't know what to expect because it was my first year. Um, and the first night we had an altar call and there were so many people up there and it was so amazing because I got a witness on my first night, people getting slain in the spirit and they were getting saved and it was, it was so fun and I was so excited for all the rest of the nights and on the last night I ended up getting slain in the spirit and it was, <laughs> it was scary but I had a moment with God and I think that will change my life forever and nothing will ever live up to that. Okay, um, I'm Allison, because I don't really know most of you here, so hi. Um, the first couple nights, it was kind of like weirded out by it, because if you will, like, not in a bad way, but that was my first year too, and I'd only started coming to youth group, um, I think a good six months before that. But um, that second night, I was able to forgive my mom and my dad for everything that we've been through, because we've had a rough few months, and yeah. <laughs> And, um, but that third night, I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and it was just something I could never forget. I was just overwhelmed with this happiness, as I'm sure everyone who went to camp with me could tell you. <laughs> I'm going to go with happiness. Um, I was just filled with this. It was just overwhelming how good you feel after that's happened. And then the fourth night, I'm not really sure what happened specifically, but... After happiness, I was overwhelmed with sadness, and I just, I don't know, I just had this, like, extreme moment with God where I was down there at the altar on my, like, not even on my knees, I was just flat on the ground, just bawling my eyes out, and I couldn't even tell you why if anyone were to ask me, but ever since then, I've just been so happy and so, like, I mean, I've been, like, not, like, happy all the time, no one's happy all the time, but... <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's just been amazing. So thank you to anyone who's helped support me financially or like by praying because I really couldn't have gone without you. So thank you. I'll go. I got it. Okay. Um, just so you know, um, the camp, there's, I don't, I don't know what the exact numbers are. There's well over 500 people. Um, in the camp, and it is when the when the altars hit, um, these kids experience so many different things. When when you allow that forgiveness and that healing to take place in your life, we all respond differently. And and kids are weeping and and bawling their eyes out. Kids are laughing, and it's just a release of all of our emotions, our fears, our pain, and and it is really one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. And so. That's what they're really talking about is just that moment where God just took all of that pain, all of that hurt, all of that rejection, and just pulled it out of their heart and, and just began to fill them with who God is instead of what this world has tried to put on them. Amen. So are you sharing, Zach? Because I promised Isaac he'd go last. So I just want to make sure. Oh, you're ready. Isaac's fired up. Come. I'm shaking so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop shaky. I don't want to even put the mic up here. <laughs> uh, I 
put everything on paper, and it says, I'm Isaac, and I'm super nervous to be up here. And anyone that knows me knows that I don't like to speak in front of people. And uh, it's, it, it was a great experience, because it was like the first, first time that I've experienced forgiveness. And it was, it was pretty cool, because I've been to so many of these camps like every year. But this one just hit me really bad and just, it just, it was just amazing. And on Tuesday night, uh, it, they were talking about forgiveness and how you just forgive the people that hurt you really bad. And uh, it was really hard to go up there and, uh, and forgive the people that hurt you. And it was, and it was four people and God put on my heart to forgive those people, and the four people were, one of them was my birth mom, I'm, I'm adopted, so yeah, and it's, well, the first one's my birth mom, and it felt like uh, she gave me away, she didn't want anything to do with me, and uh, it hurt me really bad. And it just felt so good to forgive her and let her know that I love her. And I, I will never stop loving her. And the second, the second person is my cousin. Most of you know her, but she moved away. And she took away someone very, very special to me. This one hits me the most because he felt like a brother to me. Because he was there for me. He would play basketball with me. He would do a lot of stuff that my brothers weren't there for. And it just hurt me to see him leave. And it hurt most of my family. And the third person that, the three and fourth person that kind of hurt me these last couple of years, my brothers have made some choices that hurt me and my family, watching them and living through their choices. It was hard for me just seeing them, the way they grew up, it hurt just seeing my brothers do all these kinds of things and just seeing my family torn. I didn't, I didn't like seeing that. And it was really hard to see them go through these things and me go through these things. And it was just, it was just really hard to forgive these people for what they'd done in my life and how they scarred my life and the things they've done. But God, God just put on my heart to go up to that altar that night and go forgive them for what they did. And it, it just, I felt such happiness after that. And it felt so good to let all of that go, let all of the pain and suffering go. The chains broken off. Amen.
And when I came back from camp, uh, since Tuesday night, I had I have so much peace. And uh, yesterday, I got a video call from my cousin and and the family, and I felt such happiness to see her face again, and not feel so angry at her for what she did. And it just felt so good. Come on, that's all. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> that is a miracle right there for uh <laughs> can I brag on you for a minute <laughs> this is a young man that I think it was Wednesday night he came up and just just gave me the biggest hug I think I've ever gotten in my life. And uh, he goes, I did it. Like he was just celebrating what God had let go of, let, helped him release in his heart. And when Donnie preached that message, the most powerful statement that all of us need to hear as adults is forgiveness is not for the person that's hurt you. Forgiveness is for yourself. Amen. Forgiveness will not bring healing to the people that hurt you. All you're doing is releasing yourself from that pain. And, and some of us, we carry it to our grave. And I want to encourage you today that out of a young man, you know, there might be somebody in this room, and I begged him to share this. He, he texted me yesterday. He's like, I can't do it. And I, I texted him a couple hours later. I'm like, dude, you have to please share. Because there's people in this room that need to hear that God can bring healing into your heart. So thank you, Isaac. You're awesome. So proud of you. Zach, you want to share something? All right. Um, I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Zach. I hate speaking in front of people, but I told Isaac if he did it, I would, so yeah. Um, <laughs> I was a boys counselor this trip, and then when Sean first asked me to be a counselor, I was so excited, you know, because I've been to camp like four or five times when I was younger and it just got rocked, you know, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so I was filling out the paperwork. And I it was like asking for like my social security number and stuff. I was like, wow, this is this is serious. <laughs> like <laughs> a lot a lot of like adult questions on there, you know. One <laughs> one of the questions was, <laughs> why <laughs> why would you be good with kids? And, and then I realized like <laughs> I'm still a kid. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was just started like panicking, you know. I was like, I have to get 13 kids out of bed and every morning. <laughs> I had to make sure the rooms are clean, and I can't even, I can't even keep my own cleaner. I can't even keep my cleaner get out of bed, you know? So, I mean, like, I graduated high school a couple months ago. I played football with Isaac, and I was supposed to be a leader. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, turned out great, though. Uh, yeah, still alive. Oh, uh, yeah. So... It was a fun experience. <laughs> yeah, so um, they, one of the speakers there was preaching on um, David and Goliath and how David would have never slayed Goliath when 
unless he said yes to his dad when he asked him to bring, bring cheese to his brothers. And so just, that just like reminded me, like, saying yes to ministry can bless you in so many ways, you know. And that can really, like, you can achieve your destiny when you say yes to ministry like David did. So awesome. bring your brother's cheese is what I got out of that camp. <laughs> Any, yes, you can say. Anybody else want to share now that these guys have shown courage and boldness? Anybody else? No, you got to stand up here the whole service. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm Jordan, if no one knows me. Um, so the first night, it was really overwhelming. Like, Donnie is an amazing preacher. Like, Nothing I've ever experienced before. Sorry, Sean, but <laughs> um, but the first night I got saved. Um, the second night I forgave my father or my dad, not father. Um, so he kind of got in some trouble with the law when I was about three and so uh me and my mom and my sisters were kind of alone for probably a good six seven years and then brad my new dad over there um he kind of stepped into my life and he's made the biggest difference um um so uh, I just forgave my birth dad for everything that he's done and leaving us. And so the third night, I was just filled with the Holy Spirit. It was absolutely amazing. Just sat there for like probably a good hour and a half, two hours, just on the ground crying, me and Isaac right next to each other the entire time. Um, and then... That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's all. Just a little just a little thing. You're awesome, Jordan. Wow. Come on. Okay, so I'm Michaela. I've been going to the camp for three years now. Each time I've learned something, first year, I'm not as emotionally shut off as I thought I was. Second year was, I, I've had a lot of hurt that I really wasn't coming to terms with. And this year is that I can forgive people and I'm not alone at all. That's right. That's right, really. The first day, we, we haven't even left yet and I'm just kind of like, have a lot of anxiety about it and I don't even know why. Probably because I didn't know a lot of these people who are going who I now consider my friends. And I almost cried, tried texting my friend, but she didn't have her phone. <laughs> but we went first night. It was really emotional for me. I cried a lot. Second night, I forgave so many people Wednesday, 
I actually had a panic attack. <laughs> Went outside, then at like 1 in the morning, 1.30 or something, I waited for Donnie to pray for me, and that's when I, when he just prayed over, just, Just letting me see that I'm not alone in all my struggles, even though I felt like that for so long. And Thursday night, the last night, I gave my life to the Lord. <laughs> and yeah. Amen. <laughs> Yes, you go. <laughs> Isaac, did you have something you more you wanted to say too? Is that true? No? Dana? Huh? Come on, girls, come on. You good? No? Okay. Wow. I, huh? You don't do you want it here, you can look back here. Look this way. <laughs> Trust me, Pastor and I have to look at him too. You want me to hold it? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> okay, so my name's Cassie. <laughs> um, this was my first year going to camp there. <laughs> uh, so it was just really crazy of a week. I really enjoyed it. On like forgiveness night, I was just like praying out to God, asking him to help me forgive some people that have hurt me and to help me forgive like myself for things that I've done. And then on Wednesday, um, it was Holy Spirit night. Yeah. And so uh, I was there till like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but God just helped break all the chains and release me from like unforgiving myself and he helped me forgive myself and just forgive other people. And then he also just helped heal me of certain things that I've been going through lately. And after that, it was just like totally crazy how much joy and how much yeah. of all that was just in my life. <laughs> and it was just super, <laughs> super awesome seeing like God heal so many people there and slay so many people in the spirit. <laughs> Amen. Awesome. Thank you. If you didn't think the camp was supernatural, <laughs> for Cassie to come up and Michaela and Isaac to be up here sharing just shows how powerful um, that camp really is, and um, it it's amazing. Anybody else? Anybody else? Sorry, no pressure. Just want to give you a chance. I know some of them are going to get baptized here in a minute too, and and they'll testify of what the Lord has done in their life and. Um, I just think that so many times I wish pastor does an encounter weekend with the adults and it's a very condensed version of summer camp. We go for 
you know, four nights where he does it for two nights. And, um, but it's, it's an incredible experience. You don't realize what you're really hanging on to until you really spend some time in the presence of the Lord. And, um, and I would encourage you as an adult, um, if you ever have an opportunity to do a retreat, come to an encounter, do something like that, do it because, you know, it, it always, what gets Dana and I the most is to hear, um, this generation have these kinds of hurts already in their life. Amen. But it's the world we live in and it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's shame or anything. It's just, it's the reality of we live in a sin filled world. Amen. And, and things happen. And, and so it's just amazing that we have a place like camp to go to where these young people can, can truly be touched and saved and encounter the love of God in an amazing way. And so this morning, um, Actually, I think Jordan started it as he came up to me at camp after all of this transpired in his life. And he's like, Pastor Sean, I want to be water baptized. And, um, and so when, <laughs> when they ask for it on their own, you know it's something supernatural is taking place. Amen. I didn't go and be like, hey, who wants, you know, I'll pay you five bucks to get in the tub, right? Like they came, <laughs> they started coming to me. And, um, and so I'm just God proud and, and humbled to be a part of their life. And the Bible says in Mark chapter 16 and verse 16, it says, whoever believes and is baptized is saved. Whoever refuses to believe is damned. Putting a seal on our life through water baptism is really recognizing that Jesus is the big deal in our heart. Amen. And, and that's what we believe is the water baptism is, number one, Jesus commanded us to do it. Number two, he was baptized by John in the river. And, and number three, for us, it's, it's the outward expression of what Christ has done inwardly in our life. Amen. And, and, and he's redeemed and he's saved and he's purged these young people's lives of, of sin, of, of wrongdoings, and he has washed their spirit clean. And, and I found this quote. It says, we may never be martyrs, but we can die to self, to sin, to the world, to our plans and ambitions. That is the significance of baptism. We died with Christ and rose to new life. Amen. And that's what we're going to do this morning. And I think I might have left all of their names. I know them all, but it's fun to have the little cards. Amen. And uh, so this morning, that's what we're going to do. There's six of them that um, have made the decision to, uh, to be water baptized. They've given their life to Jesus Christ, and they have said that they are going to uh, live for Christ the rest of their life. And, um, and I am just blessed to be a part of, of this. And Pastor, thank you so much for the honor of, of being able to do this on a Sunday morning in front of everybody, giving up the service. And I was thinking... Thursday night as all of this was transpiring and hearing the kids and I was like, man, it'd be so cool. But I knew we had our guests and I'm like, I don't know. And, um, and then he asked me if we wanted to do testimonies and I was just like, God, you must want to speak to somebody's heart today. Amen. He, uh, so this morning we're going to get started and I'm excited. So Chris Killian, come on up and, uh, amen. Mighty man of God. Come on up, dude. Step on into the hot tub. Hopefully, it's, I didn't even test it. It's either hot or cold, and you just get to go with it. He didn't cringe. Oh, man. That's better than the hot tub. Turn around. Do you want me to turn on the jets while you're in there? Amen. Bro, this is nice, huh? He's silent. Must be good. Amen. Well, Chris, God did some amazing stuff in your life this week, didn't he? 
And uh, it's a real privilege and honor to be your youth pastor and to uh, to just watch God move in your life and, and do some amazing things. So I want you to tell everybody what Jesus Christ means to you. Um, Jesus means the world. Um, he's helped me. He, he's helped me and my family when we were going through hard times. He's helped my mom find her way back to God. And he's done so much. Amen. Amen. God's doing some miracles in your family, and it's just so much fun to watch. And uh, Chris, you love Jesus with all your heart? Yes. Amen. Going to live for him the rest of your life. Amen. Yes. You like how I put you on the spot, right? Amen. Well, Chris, today it's a privilege and honor as your youth pastor to baptize you today. Amen. Amen. John Overhauser, come on up. Man, hopefully there's enough water in there to get you down under, dude. I didn't think I was that short until I stand next to John. Amen. And uh, John is an amazing man of God. And... Uh, it has just been awesome to watch God work in your life, young man, to see you at camp, just worshiping God with all of his heart. And uh, John, why don't you tell everybody what the Lord means to you? He means like everything. I didn't realize how much he loved me till mo Monday night at camp, and he's just done so much in my life. It's, it's amazing. Amen. you live for him all the days of your life. Oh, yeah. Amen. John truly does love the Lord. He... Uh, smart kid. I feel like I need to study more when I hang out with John. And uh, so, John, today, as your youth pastor, it's a real honor. I'm humbled to be a part of your life, and uh, it's a real honor to baptize you today. Amen. Brian Parker! Hey man, he's like diving in. I 
Yeah, I, I thought you were just going to jump from your chair into the tub. He's excited. So uh, Brian was one of the other ones that came up to me and was like, man, I really want to do this. And I mean it with all my heart. And um, Brian, I actually was his one of his basketball coaches one year. And then um, he started coming to the youth group. And it's just been amazing to see God work in your life, young man. And it's a real privilege to... Uh, to be in your life and be your youth pastor and why don't you tell everybody what God did in your life at camp. He did so much. Like, I can't even explain it. There's no words to describe it. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but he means everything I can ever say to me and I will never forget that experience at camp. Amen, Amen buddy. It was so awesome just looking out and seeing you just worship God and one night, man, he, had, he was just worshiping and had tears coming down his, his cheek and uh, not to embarrass you in front of everybody, but it's uh, awesome. And I know your parents are super proud of you, and I'm just honored to be your youth pastor and to get to baptize you today. And uh, so here we go. Slapping the devil in the face this morning, amen. Jordan Smith, hell, get up here. I love having a praise party on the devil's head, amen. And uh, just giving him a good slap this morning, amen. I believe this is a great group of young people that God's going to use to do great things on their campus, they're touching their family, and uh, Jordan wants to, you already testified a little bit, but tell everybody again what Jesus means to you. Um, so he just means everyone, like I think you guys have heard that a million times, but he means everything, like that feeling when you, like on Holy Spirit night, that feeling was just indescribable, like it means everything. Um, but what truly made me, um, confess on Monday night was just seeing the pictures from the what was that movie called again it was like the passion. the passion they uh showed pictures of uh the passion that night and that was like what truly made me feel what like he went through for us amen so. amen he uh he gave a lot for us amen and uh Jordan it's a real privilege to be your youth pastor I love your family and uh Brad's a good guy He's near and dear to my heart, and uh, so it's a privilege today as a youth pastor to baptize you, man. Come on. 
Brad said, dunk him twice for me this morning. Amen. Staring into your eyes makes my heart come alive. Allison Medina Ross, come on. Amen. You want some lead shoes to stay in there? She's floating away over here. <laughs> Amen. Well, Allison, you are special. And um, it has been so amazing to get to know you and to be in your life and to see what God is doing. And it was awesome watching God just touch you in such a special way at the altar on Wednesday night. And I want you to tell everybody what Jesus means. Jesus to me, to me means reliability. I've had a lot of stuff go on in my life where I felt like I had no one. Like every time I tried to count on someone, it just didn't work out for different reasons. So this week I really came to the realization that Jesus and God, they're always going to be there for me. And that really meant a lot to me. Amen. That's right. For the rest of your life. Amen. He loves you. He paid a high price for you. And uh, it's just a privilege to be in your life, Allison. I'm super proud of you. And uh, it's a real honor today to get to do this in front of your family. And this is your church, and we love you. Amen. Peterson, get up here. Come on. Amen. I don't even know where to begin. This guy is marked by God. And uh, it was cool because Thursday, we did this big thing every year where we put on all of our clothes, and we just jump in the pool all together. And uh, so we're in our street clothes. We're all soaking wet. And, and he gets out, and he goes, I really want to get baptized. And um, they were supposed to leave right after camp and go back home. Tyson's from Vegas, and they were going to go home. And uh, so I said, well, let's see what we can do. And uh, so I talked to Wendy right when I saw her, and she goes, it's already a done deal. They're not leaving till Wednesday. So God just made... The way so Tice could be baptized today, seal the deal, and God's just been touching your life all summer, young man, and I'm super proud of you, and so I want you to tell everybody what Jesus means in your life. Well, Jesus did miraculous things in my life. Like this summer, I got saved, and it's just amazing how many things he's done in my life and through my family. It's awesome. He's good, isn't he? Jesus is the real deal, and uh, Tice, I am God proud of you. 
and it's been a real blessing to be a part of your life this summer, and uh, I'm just excited for what God's going to do through you. So here we go. Hallelujah. Amen. Isn't God good? Can we give God a big praise? Amen. I just want to close with a, with a challenge for you as uh, they go and dry off. And I'm going to turn it over to Pastor and Randy and Jade if you guys want to come up and um, Tim Delena, one of our favorite speakers, he shared that 50% of the world's population today is under the age of 25. 50% of the population is under the age of 25. And, um, you know, I think one of the statements that always gets me is Donnie says, it's not about what God saved you from, or actually Tim said it, but it's what he saved you to do. And um, can I encourage you today that there's a generation that is rising, amen, and they're ready to take their territory, amen, and God needs men and women like every single one of you in these chairs today to believe in them, to disciple them, to love on them, to be an encouragement to them, and uh, you're never too old to make a difference in a young person's life. And um, they were sharing about the people that led... Um, the different people to the Lord and Terry Douglas, a guy that I've seen all throughout the years led, you know, Joey Steelman to the Lord and to see what Joey's doing today and, and to see DL Moody lead different people, which eventually led to, and I'm just, my brain has lost it, but, um, Billy Graham. Thank you. It just one obedient thing. And DL Moody was just a youth group volunteer that just reached out to a young man at a shoe store one day and shared the gospel with him. And so many times we think that our life can't make a difference. Amen. But can I tell you, you're just one relationship away from somebody that could grow up to do great and mighty things in our world today. And, um, you know, I, I preached a couple weeks ago and then Donnie finished Thursday night about standing for the Lord. And Daniel chapter 3 and verse 10 through 12 just says that. You know, as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were charged to everybody would bow when the band would begin to play. And everybody would bow. And these three men decided to stand. And we live in a world today that is constantly questioning, why aren't you bowing? Amen. But Donnie charged every single one of these young people. It's time to flip the script. It's not time to, to make excuses for why you aren't bowing. Amen. It's time to start saying, why aren't you standing? Amen. Why, why, why would I want to bow to drugs and alcohol and premarital sex when I could stand for righteousness, purity, wholeness, and truth? Amen. So this morning, I just wanted to leave you with that charge that what are you willing to stand for?
These young people are going to do their best to stand for the Lord, to stand for Jesus, and to make a difference on their campus. So thank you for loving them enough to support them. Many of you gave financially to send kids to camp. When Donnie was here, you, you gave in the, to the youth group to send kids to camp. And so our heart is just to say thank you today. And I hope that you feel blessed and encouraged that, that God is working and you were a part of every single one of these lives. So thank you very much today. Amen. God's good. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, uh, what's awesome about camp, you think about kids going to youth camp and you think they're going to, and they have games and stuff. Uh, but the word of God that's preached to them is, uh, is full grown messages and it challenges them. And, uh, like they said, it started out Monday night with the splendor, the naked splendor of the cross and calling people to accept Christ and explaining the price that was paid. And then on Tuesday, dealing with bitterness and forgiveness. And uh, I mean, raw, hard, in-your-face message and young people responding at this age. And one of the things about bitterness, and I think uh, that Donnie shares and both Joey shared, is that when it comes in our life, that bitterness and unforgiveness is an acid that consumes a container that it's in. We never think about that, but you hold on. It's a consuming agent, and if you hold on, it consumes the container that it's within. So it's so powerful when you see young people at this age being able to release the acid out of their life instead of their lives being consumed so many years down the road and having a testimony of destruction from holding on to hurt, getting set free. How powerful is that? Amen? And then to see them and even that experience, and we just live in a day and an age that is so in a hurry. But when you have kids at camp and they're there at the altars till 1130, Wednesday night, Holy Ghost night, every night, every year it goes to almost 1 o'clock or after in the morning, and kids just stand there in the presence of God. And I'm telling you, if you're in a hurry, just slow down and give God some more time in your life and see what happens. And even that, we have a young couple here today and with the service and everything going, Randy and Jay, this young couple growing up in church and now living their lives for God and traveling and ministering across the country in song and God using them. What awesomeness to see the next generation walking in God. Amen? And so in just a moment, we're going to ask you to prepare an offering in support of them and, and just an encouragement to them to keep going. Believe God could send you to all 50 states, amen, and use you mightily. But they wrote a powerful song called Hold On. And I'm just going to ask them to do that. Because it's holding on to twofold. Sometimes we're holding on to the wrong things. And we need to learn how to hold on to the right thing. Amen. So maybe right now, maybe there's something you need to release. As they begin to sing this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to open these altars. And maybe you need to move to God today. Maybe you need to follow the example of these young people. Say, God, there's things I've been holding on to. that have just been wrong in my life. I've learned how to hold on, not release. So maybe you just need to make a move towards God and say, God, I'm not going to hold on to the wrong. I'm going to hold on to you. So as they begin to minister in song, would you just stand with us as they begin to sing? Because standing's the first step to walking. And walking and taking a step towards God is the first process to healing. So you've already taken the first step in standing. 
So as they minister, maybe you take that second step and just come forward and find a place to pray. Say, God, I'm going to let go of what I've been holding on to. And I'm going to hold on to you in a greater way in my life. Go ahead, guys.